It's time for the Daily Stand-Up Podcast presented by Agile Dad with your host, Lee Henson. Without any further ado, let's get started. A student in one of my recent classes brought up a really good point. They were talking about Agile transformation. That seems to be the thread this week. And one of the things they considered was they said, every organization that branches out and does Agile goes through uh, a few different periods. And the first period they said was uh, the exploratory period where they felt like it was just this hill to climb and it was impossible and they didn't know what they could do. Then they have a class or a coach or someone come in and help them and, and they go through a honeymoon period where they think everything's absolutely wonderful. Then they have this post-honeymoon period, and I call it the transition period, uh, which we're going to talk about today. And then finally, they have a a success period where they reap the success of the Agile implementation. But it does go through all four of those different phases. But today, I want to talk to you about that transition period specifically, because I think this is where people get hung up. Uh, When you're in a fast-paced environment where you're trying to build products and services the best you can, and you have stakeholders and key stakeholders and executives and leaders who are constantly looking for the best way to quickly adapt and change and make adjustments. The truth is traditional product, traditional product or project management becomes obsolete. You need to find different or better ways to do things. You need to find more clear ways to satisfy your customers. And the traditional way that you used to follow kind of goes out the window. So we start doing our research. And when we start doing our research, we start researching different frameworks, different technologies, different ways to do this. And uh, through that research, we find things about Agile in general, Scrum specifically. We find stuff on SAFE. Uh, We find things on DevOps. That seems to be a hot thing right now. And Scrum Bomb and Lean. And you find all these different, different things. Uh, So then you engage with a coach or a trainer, and uh, the coach or trainer is going to help your organization select what might work best based on the culture of your organization, the type of company you are, the size of your company, and the types of product or services that you build. Once that selection process is complete, then uh, you get into this period where everyone is in good shape, but there's one thing that's happening behind the scenes that nobody took into account. And this is what I call the transition period. This is where organizations are trying to balance between the cost of implementing Agile, the time it will take to implement Agile, and retaining existing clients and even attracting new clients during your transition, during the change. Uh, Companies could be overstating themselves by um, claiming to have adopted an Agile framework, which might be true at a high level, But in reality, they don't have all the tools and technologies in place to really show a difference to the end consumer. So it might not be a good idea to publicly announce it, right? Um, Or the outcome outcome of what's being cranked out puts deep pressure on the people who are building things. Uh, So people, material, tools, supplies. And if you're trying to speed things up, sometimes that's just not sustainable if you're moving at a pace that doesn't make sense. So... When you think about a product or service, anything that you build, it's not just, even though one team may be working on it, usually it's a collaborative effort from various different channels within the organization. So it's never really ever a one team, one hit wonder product, right? Um, So if you think about this, you need to be friendly to all the other organizations as you implement Agile internally. 
and you also need to be friendly to your customers externally. So that transition phase, it, it always poses some challenges. And I thought of some good questions that you could ask. And uh, I'm just going to throw these out here. And it's just a short list of questions. And it might help you address some of the concerns that you have uh, in that transition period. So here we go. So here's some things that you might, uh, these are questions that will elicit discussion, either internally or with your end consumer. So here we go. Question number one, does your client know that you're in a transition phase? Which elements are quick updates that you can you know, have them count on? And which things aren't necessarily going to be a quick change that you want to make sure you don't mention? Because I hear a lot of people say, oh, everything's going to get so much better. And it doesn't happen instantly. It doesn't happen overnight. And that tends to leave a dark cloud over the Agile implementation. Do your client contacts understand the transition phase? What is it? Uh, they're the ones who are going to face the, uh, the, the big changes in the way that you're doing things. And the client needs to be well aware of the limitations or constraints that this new Agile implementation is going to cause. How is it going to help them understand what's going to happen regarding the delivery of the product or service? All right, then number three, are the tools you're currently using Agile friendly? Now, I'll go on record and say I, I've said a million times you should never let a tool uh, drive the way that you do process. You should never let a tool uh, force you to do things a certain way. But you also need to know if you're using tools that don't support Agile, that you're putting a lot of work and a lot of extra pressure on the teams to put information round, you know, square peg, round hole, and people are going to get frustrated. And uh, it, it may be cheaper for you to replace the tools than it is for you to replace the people, right? So simple, lightweight tools. Jira, Miro, Mural, Monday, pick something, right? Pick something lightweight that's easy, that's going to be a smooth transition for people. And finally, uh, while it's good that they're, uh, that, th that they're trying internally to do things and keep everyone up to, pay up, up to date on what's happening with the changes, and they're using wikis and Confluence and newsletters or whatever they're doing. Uh, you know, uh, what's the other one? Yeah, they're just using all kinds of tools to, to talk to each other and to collaborate about this change. Uh, Slack, the big one, right? But then um, the bigger question is, do you have this type of uh, information that you're passing along to your existing clients so that they can feel confident continuing their partnership? And are you letting new organizations know that are onboarding what your framework is and how you're adapting right now so that they can be aware and have full transparency that, hey, things are in flux and in transition. One thing I discovered is that sometimes when you're transparent to your client, they may even have an internal agile coach or someone there that they can have you lean on to help with some of the things that you might be struggling with within your organization. Okay, so that's going to do it. I hope that this was good for you. This Agile transformation thing really is a big deal. Now, it shouldn't be super expensive, and it shouldn't take a long time. But if you have the right Agile training and the right Agile coaches in place, it's going to make this transition seamless and make it a whole lot better. That's going to do it for today. I hope that you enjoyed this episode of the Daily Stand-Up Podcast. If you have something you want us to cover, feel free to reach out to us. Learn more at AgileDad.com. We'd love to hear from you. And as always, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Until next time, do take care.